0: Hi, friends. Welcome to the Kindness Warrior podcast. I'm your host, Carly Riggs, and we have such a fun episode for you. We have the Fort Wangler family. We heard from you, our listeners, that you are loving the episodes that feature members' success stories, so this episode will not disappoint. Just a little... Tidbit of information to let you know this recording came out of the archives, so a few of the dates mentioned aren't really relevant anymore, but I can assure you that the rest of the content is relevant. My co host for this episode is Lucas Fortwangler, who had just returned home from receiving the Congressional Medal of Honor from Washington, D.C. Lucas and I interviewed his sister Caitlin and his dad Steve. We speak about how Lucas keeps crushing his goals, like becoming an Eagle Scout at 18 and being a valued member of the staff at um, one of our local Cabela's stores in Louisville. This family is so fun, and I cannot wait for you to meet them. So please enjoy the Fort Wangler family.
1: You are listening to the Kindness Warrior podcast, a Down Syndrome of Louisville production,
2: serving locally, sharing globally.
0: Today, we get to share another success story of a Down Syndrome of Louisville superstar. Our guests today are his wonderful family members who have helped him reach his full potential. This young man also happens to be my kindness warrior co-host today. Lucas Fortwangler is a 23-year-old Louisville native who is killing it at life. He is an Eagle Scout, a college grad, a star employee at Cabela's, an active outdoorsman, and most recently was the first person with Down syndrome to ever receive the National Congressional Gold Medal. It is my honor to have Lucas Fortwangler co-hosting with me today. Hi, Lucas. Hello, Carly. (laughs) I'm so glad you're here. Always. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us today. So I'm going to let you introduce our lovely guest today, but first, I'd like to ask you a few questions. Is that all right? Of course. Okay. So, you've been crushing your goals, your yes. life goals. You're like killing it at being an adult, right? Yes. So, what's next? Like what do you want to do next?
1: In the future one day, um it'd be pretty cool if I be like stronger and more, you know, amazing at it and pretty much n- new with me and everything what I do with my goals, with with these two right here help, helping me out, and my mom um helping me to make my my gold medal for Washington DC. that makes my my dreams bigger and dreamer and more big and, and everything that's going on is super great.
0: Yeah. So like you just your goal is to just keep getting better. Yeah. Yeah. And when you say stronger, you mean like at the gym? Yes. Oh, cool. So you're like a gym rat? Yes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so how often do you go to the gym (laughs) like three days a week nice you do like to do push-ups a lot i should have thought i should have known like that it's because you go to the gym so much i love it okay so so i think you might have already mentioned it but i'm still going to ask you because it might be different of course so what is the thing that you're most proud of
1: the more proud of is um my dad making me happy for everything when we do going more like traveling more vacations and Pretty much everything we got going through, from going hunting, and got my first deer, my first buck when I got it, on um, like shot one, and that makes my dreams big when I caught that deer. Yeah. And it makes makes my my dreams big and dream and more futuring when I be more more and more famous when I was I am.
0: Yeah, so so you're very proud of, so you just got your first buck. That's a huge deal. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's what you feel most proud of right now? Yes, and more, yeah.
1: more trending to me.
0: Yeah, and and just you're, you're, you love your life, it sounds like. Yes. Yeah. So tell me about this Congressional <clears throat> Gold Medal.
1: The Gold Medal, my mom helped me to, um, <clears throat> got me started when she um, passed away, when she um, was alive. She helped me when I do what I can do with my... With my future w- will be, and like, with with these two help me out with that with with my dreams. Mm-hmm. It's like it's gonna be true. Everything that's going on, when she. Um, p- picks on me with my <laughs> sister is yeah, and I love her for it. but yeah. I shot I shot sh- shut my mouth instead, and when I listen <laughs> to her. But most Uh-oh. of all, I'm happy, and I love She it. Ma- she makes my dreams better.
0: Yeah. So the congressional, um, gold medal it was for you do com- you did community service is that right? Yes. So you did community service with. The Boy Scouts? Yes. Awesome. And so you, you for years and years and years and years and years, you did community service. Is yes. that right? And so you got the bronze and then the silver and then just recently you got the gold. And yes. where did you go to get the gold medal?
1: The gold medal is from, like, um got from Washington, D.C. What? Uh, most of all, John Yarmuth uh, <coughs> presented to me when I, he put it around my neck. Uh-huh. I was so excited for it and he makes me more proud of me. It mostly Mitch McConnell, too. Uh-huh. He is. Is he's the, um, a good man. He's a more awesome president. Um, like the vice president of that state. Uh-huh. He's doing great. So you got he... to meet.
0: You got to meet John Yarmouth, You got to meet Mitch McConnell. Yes. You got to meet all the Kentucky bigwigs, right? Yes. That's so cool. And they were, and they all were like, yes. congratulations!" Gave you a pat on the back. Mm-hmm. That is so neat. It is so so neat. All right, friend. Are you ready to put on your co-host pants?
1: Let's bring it. <laughs> Alright, so introduce our guests. Okay, that's my dad, Steve Footwinkler. Mm-hmm. He is a good man, mostly a little bit hard hair sometimes. <laughs> not too much, not too much, but most of all from. <laughs> but from that rec, um, not too big wrecks, but he always be that mad. Anyway, you know, when we, we get back, when we do anything, we get back home, we watch some SEAL team and uh, SWAT.
0: Yeah, you yeah. Know. I love it okay and who's
1: this this is my sister caitlin of she's good and a little bit more protective sometimes and uh-huh. she always bugs me all, all the time she wants to
0: yeah so she's a good sister right? yes she's yeah. really a good sister yeah i love it well welcome here the Fort Langler family. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Lucas, those were, those introductions were phenomenal. <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal. So my first question is for Caitlin. And, um, so you're the older sister, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Do you have a memory of Lucas being born?
2: Sort of, kind of.
0: Um, I remember that
2: I got to stay, I didn't get to go to the hospital when the night he was born. Um, I had, I got to stay with our neighbors, Mabel and Perry, that were like, third grandparents Mm -hmm, to us mm -hmm. to me at that point Mm -hmm. um and I remember having like a couple false alarms I think one for sure where like I mean it was middle of the night and they're like okay we're going and knock on the door and I stayed and that was the first time I ever had oatmeal absolutely hated it (laughs) um and then you know then coming home and there's a tiny human yeah it is awkward because you're like I don't what do I do with it right I just look at it
0: yeah but I got to
2: hold him (laughs) yeah and I mean that was
0: I love it. And he grabbed my hair. Oh. So. Uh, um, yeah.
3: Can't risk it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so
0: so Steve, take me back to the day that Lucas was born.
3: I get a call at work, and it's midnight.
0: And you worked at Ford?
3: I worked at Ford. Uh-huh, I worked uh-huh. a night shift. Uh-huh. And uh, I went home, and then we went to the hospital, and uh, – it was a false alarm. Mm-hmm. So we came back home. Her doctor said, just take it easy. And so she went in and got in bed. And that was, was in the morning. And it wasn't wasn't long after that. A uh, few hours or whatever. Her water broke. Mm-hmm. And we were back to the hospital. <laughs> right. Her biggest fear was it was a leap year. And she didn't want him born on a 29th.
0: Oh, my gosh.
3: You know, and... <laughs> She was, you know, she talked with her doctor for weeks and weeks, you know, I don't want it. and he said, well, don't worry, that won't happen, and so, then he came along, and, uh.
0: Was it on the leap year? I have to know. It that. was, it,
3: yes. Born on the 27th, and, you know, that year we, the, we was the, 20, the extra day. Uh-huh. And, I never uh, knew that. 96. Yeah, and, uh, he come along, and. You know, Mama treated him. We both did. He's a normal kid.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was the what was the diagnosis like? Did they, um, so tell me the year again. 96, 1996. six. Ninety six. So like, so what was that like when he was born?
3: Well, I mean, it, when he was delivered, I was right there. And, mm-hmm. you know, the nurses took him and put him over here. And the doctor, something was said, it kind of whispered. And, you know, next thing you know, I'm holding him. And she never even really got to hold him till afterwards, mm-hmm. and they rushed him off to start doing tests because of the heart problems that uh, the kids have. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we took it day by day. Mm-hmm. But then when we got him home, you know, sis was there, couldn't wait to, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. To so help what did out. they?
0: What did they say? They
3: really didn't say much. It's when we went to for him to be released and everything. We had to go over to. Uh, something that uh Cozer had had an office and this one doctor and I think between the two of us we were gonna we would have strangled him if we got a chance. Oh no why because he's flat up and told us that uh, he'll never have an IQ better than 40 and that really pissed her off. Mm-hmm. didn't make me happy either.
2: She said she was ready to go over the table at him. She said, I have never in my life had to hold my tongue like I did that day she yeah. the letter that he sent her like she had yeah. she saved and she said i after that we never went back i never said anything else and like the year i think before she passed away after he graduated high school mm-hmm. i wrote a letter to the doctor myself and i said these are all of my brother's accomplishments that <gasps> wow. you i told just got my mother, that you told my mom that my brother would never be able to accomplish mm-hmm. he is graduating high school he's going to college he's an eagle scout he's done this this and this And the letter I received was, well, I never said those things to your
3: parents.
0: (laughs) Mm. Mm -mm -mm. So Uh, he practiced, I guess, all these years. Yeah. I mean, oh my goodness.
3: There's Uh, very few things that I remember. mm -hmm. (laughs) I'll be honest, the older you get, the more you forget. (laughs) Yeah. But those little things like that, I'll never forget that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's stuck in me like somebody wrote it on this Mm. table right now.
0: okay. what was it like growing up with Lucas? Normal. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: it's never like been something where I've realized like, oh, he's different than me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean it, it really made no difference until there was one day that mom came in. I don't even remember. I was laying on my bed doing something and she came in and like laid next to me and she was like, I just, I just want to talk to you for a second. And I was like, okay. And I mean, I don't, I don't remember how far after he was born or not, but like we were just laying on my bed and she's like. So I just want to talk to you, like, there is something that's different about your brother. She goes, and he. it's something called Down syndrome, and his is special because it's Mosaic Down syndrome, and to this day, 28 years later, I still couldn't tell you exactly what Mosaic Down syndrome is. (laughs) I know it's, like, a very limited population of the Down syndrome community, but Uh I couldn't tell you what makes it what. But she said, you know, there might come a time where people are going to treat him differently, that they're going to... Um, they may make fun of him they may say things and and this is why it just it never dawned on me I was like why he's the pain-in-the-butt brother just like every other pain-in-the-butt brother yeah. I love it too like,
3: <laughs> but it's like
2: you know we did we played he wanted to be when I would have friends over he wanted to be in the middle of it when it was just us we played video games we played toys like it was for me growing up
0: it was a normal sibling relationship my next question was actually about, like, was there ever a moment when you, you know, had to talk about it or that you realized that that there was something different? So your mom warned you, like, did you ever encounter any of those types of things that she said? Like, no, honestly, like, and I wonder that for so many people, because I'm like, there's no one, no,
2: no. my experience is 110% different than anybody else's. And I have the most amazing friends in my life that have taken him on, like, as almost a sibling for them as well. Like, they come over and it's like, hey, Lucas, what's up? They, right. He text all of them. They all have his phone number. Mm-hmm. But, like, I guess because of that, like, I've always been cautionary. Like, well, if he texts too much, just let him know. Like, you know, but I don't, we don't baby him either. It's like, look, do this, but do it sparingly. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, it's one of those things where you just have to stop and, and, like, you don't want to overdo it because he's, you know, quote, unquote, different because he's right. a person. But... You also, like, want to let him live his life. But I feel like that's how I'd be with any
0: sibling. Okay, Lucas, you ready to ask a question? Please.
1: For both, what is your favorite Lucas story?
3: (laughs) Well, the best one. (laughs) And I tell this all the time. (laughs) He was probably three years old. Four, maybe. He He had stuck up about see this is a mattress oh, his head's about right here
0: uh, on a you said a mattress yeah okay I
3: was I worked night shift for okay. 25 years uh-huh. I get off four o'clock in the morning and uh-huh. I come, well one I want to say I don't remember what day it was springtime he walked into the bedroom and he walked up to me and he stuck his finger in my eye <laughs> and woke me up and he goes. Bright sunny day, <laughs> and I said, "Yep, but Dad needs a few more hours of sleep. Go away for right now."
0: Oh, you just wanted to play with your dad. Wanted yes, I love that. Sis, you have one. Oh,
2: probably too many to even count. Oh. Um, we want to hear them all. There's one that he finds absolutely hilarious. <laughs> so, and it. I hate it. Absolutely hate it. <laughs> so, we were we would go every year to Holiday World uh-huh. every year and we would get like an RV um and just like spend like the weekend. Mm-hmm. And so we're walking he we're lucky enough like we get along enough like he wants to hold my hand when we go places. Thank uh-huh. God. Uh-huh. Like I haven't reached that unbearable no. sister <laughs> part. Um I don't even remember how old he was. He was short though. Shorter. Like 3 or 4. Mm, no. But We were walking and he just like grabs my hand and like fingers interlocked and everything and we're walking and all of a sudden he just like cracks every single knuckle one-handed in my hand and i i about jumped three feet i was like god no don't touch me let go and he thought it was the funniest thing and he just wanted to hold my hand the rest of the day and do that and i was like if you don't get away from me and he still to this day will be like hey kate remember when and i'm like yeah no i do please don't
0: she remembers (laughs) very well doesn't she
1: have i never gotten more attention than you did it ever make you mad if it um, if i did
0: yeah so so um some siblings you know when they come to our our sib shops um our our classes that Mm -hmm. are for siblings some of them uh struggle with the fact that their sibling gets more attention yeah whether it's because of therapy or you know just any of that kind of stuff did you ever experience that uh no, I don't. If I did, it was never one that I really remember.
2: Like, I don't think so. I know, and I think that was in one of the like things with with when Mom pulled me aside and we had that little talk thing. It's never really been because like he had his things to do and I had mine. Uh-huh. So like my mom always made sure that like even if there was something going on for him, like we were all involved mm-hmm. or like they were always involved going to my stuff. So
0: mm-hmm.
2: I never really felt like it was one of those things, like, oh, my gosh, she's getting more attention to me. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, growing up. <laughs> and straight A's. And straight A's. But, like, we, growing up, we played video games. And like, oh, yeah, he was spoiled. Like, if if we get into a fight, Mom can be like, okay, no, no, it's his. And it's like, oh, well, okay, fine then. <laughs>
0: yeah. But, I
2: mean, attention-wise, no. He had his thing. He did Boy Scouts with Dad. Like, they did, they did their thing. Like, Mom mm-hmm. and I would do ours. And, like, then we'd split it up occasionally. So. Mm-hmm. I never really felt like it was one or the other. Yeah. So it was Great. very evenly dispersed. And we always did a lot of stuff together, too. And I think mm-hmm. that was so
0: that neither one of us felt left out. So, Dad, um, kind of in, in that same vein, like, did when when Lucas was younger, did he do – did you guys – were you carting him around a lot? Was he doing lots of therapies and things like that? Or did you no.
3: kind of just do your own thing? No, his therapy all came to the house. All okay. the therapists – came to the house mm-hmm. so that kept us from but I mean he was a homebody mm. when he was little mm-hmm. I mean and this is and I've told this you know we decided to go someplace <laughs> and get in a car and back out and get to the end of the driveway we go home now <laughs>
2: like clockwork, Carly. I mean, like clockwork. You know,
3: and then it progressed to where we got a little farther down to the end of the street, get ready to turn out to go. So like, we go home now. We there, you know, can we go home now?
2: It wasn't an are you there yet or an are we there yet. It was, can we go home now?
3: We go home now. You know, and it, and it just, const, you know, and it, it, it stretched to where now he gets in the car. When, and 10 minutes down the road, he, I mean, he's babbling. And then all of a sudden you don't hear nothing or he's singing Uh and all of a sudden it goes quiet. Oh, he's passed out. So, you know, you get- You
0: like to sleep in the car?
3: Yes.
2: The car car makes me sleepy too. Oh, he's out like a light. You can be in the middle of conversation, but he's gone.
0: So Lucas, I'm going to ask you a question, is that okay? Tell me about your mom.
1: Mom is, um, the best thing when I, when I do, um, uh, when I got this, um, <clears throat> this trying Dollar Gold piece when she passed away, she gave it to me when she found it in her own um, jewelry box, then she dug it out, and there's a, a old chain, uh, she had, and she supported me while I do, and she makes me proud, makes me happy, and makes me more cheerful, and, not I hate doing, the, um, <clears throat> um, being ashamed for for her passed away, and she is my heart. In, heart and joy. She makes me do. We watch her voice every time in America Got Talent. She's one of my heart, and she helps me a whole lot. When she um dreams my dreams. When she got me. When she um had sis and now she had me too. And mostly dad uh he had dad too when we got like emotional and i got emotional like Mhm. like mostly now but yeah mostly excited for my mom and yeah. she makes me more proud and happy
0: that's beautiful that's beautiful so um you just said so many beautiful things i'm trying to process what you just <laughs> what what all you just said so um, so your mom's in heaven. Yes. Yes. But you dream about her? Yes. Yes. And she still is guiding you, right? Yes. So one of the things that I have um, seen in the last couple of years, because we're, we're getting on about two years, is that right, that she passed on, um, that you've really thrived. And I feel like maybe it's because you're dreaming about her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's something that, like, is it really is. Quite remarkable, like the like what the growth that I've seen all three of you really, but but especially Lucas because I see him the most. <laughs> but just this, it's like this drive that he has, this new like power that he has, yeah. and and I feel like it's it's your mama. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. When we make the joke that
2: so like right after she passed away, mm-hmm. she had bought him. Well, right before she passed away, she had bought him tickets to see Luke Bryan mm-hmm. here at the Yum Center, mm-hmm. and. I think it's, well, it's one of, okay, so again, favorite story to tell. (laughs) He, so he works at Uh Cabela's, and Bass Pro and Cabela's are two big sponsors for Luke Bryan. Mm -hmm. So when he goes to the different cities, from what I understand, he stops at Cabela's, or Bass Pro or whatever's there. And so I was cooking dinner, and I get this text message from him. He just sends me, hey sis, I met Luke Bryan, and sends this picture of him (laughs) with Luke Bryan. And I was like, excuse me, I didn't get a phone call? What? And... We were going to the concert that night. Oh, my and, gosh. And, like,
0: we Just were like, joking. hey, I met Luke Bryan. Yeah. No big deal.
2: <laughs> so, like, we always say, like, that was mom. Like, if anybody was going to meet Luke Bryan, it was him that uh-huh. day.
3: I was going to say, she didn't bring up parts that... She spent two weeks trying to get oh, meet she- <laughs> and greet... <laughs> With right oh, you know, oh, I did.
2: I called every radio station that had the tickets. I was like, I was on
0: hold with so many, and then obviously it didn't happen. So, and then just he just happens in on Lucas's shift mm-hmm. at Cabela's. So, um, just quickly for our listeners, so that they they know. So, Lucas is he's been working at Cabela's four years. Yes, and it is through Down Syndrome of Louisville's Career Solutions mm-hmm. Program, which is one of the wonderful programs that we offer here, and we will have um, some of our staff. The, some of the team members that uh, run the career solutions department. We'll have them on the podcast soon. But do you want to tell us a little bit about your job?
1: Um, my job is the great thing about, like, more my, one of my coworkers. She, um, they make me happy when we <clears throat> do a lot of things, like doing potlucks on Fridays and anything we do. And all of my bosses, like Kim, Ryan, and Gary, and everything, like, with all my friends at work, and mostly, more of my friends in the, in the warehouse yeah. too. And like, all my friends I love on the floor. I love. So like, so much. what
0: do you actually do at Cabela's? Um,
1: right now I just got off from work and I help out with customers one day looking for like a smoker or like like or grills or grills grills or like um, like a Yeti. Yeah. If I wanted to
0: find a Yeti, could you show me? Yes. Yes. <clears throat> wow. Um, <laughs> if I wanted to find uh, a tent. Yes. You know where those are? Yes. Oh man, I I've never been to Cabela's, so I know that I would be lost if I went there. So yes. I would definitely come find you.
1: Yes, and one more thing about the, um, about Cabela's club um, club cards. Oh. Right. Um, <laughs> Anytime you sign up, you get a two percent points back on a card, and anything by one purchases, anything on sale, anything you save more points you save is up to twenty or sixty saved. Money you save up.
0: Oh, my gosh. So I guess Cabela's is going to be our first sponsor of <laughs> the Kindness like Warrior podcast because that was the best plug for Cabela's I've ever heard in my life.
1: For that, uh, you have <clears throat> always had high hopes for me have a crushed, uh, no, no, uh, crashed any? Uh, goals that you were surprised by that you never thought I would do.
0: Yeah, so has he, I, that? I that's a phrase that I use a lot is that you crushed your goals. You know, you've always had high hopes and high expectations, but has there been anything that you were like, whoa, I never thought he would do that?
3: Well, <clears throat> I figured he could do it all, but the best one would probably be him making Eagle Scout before he turned 18 because mm-hmm. you're normal kids mm-hmm. that's their date they have till they're 18. any youth with a disability has as long as it takes and there you know and what caught my eyes when he first got in scouting i was watching the news and they were having their uh uh district ceremony that they do every year and there were two young men that were in their 40s making eagles Mm-hmm. And with him and scouts, I went. And at that point, you had to fill out through a doctor and everything, send it in to the national people, and then they would, uh, you know, let you know that he's on record and whatever it took. And later, now they don't. As long as they know there's a medical disability. It's automatic, you know, mm-hmm. and that you don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. But when he did everything to make Eagle, mm-hmm. I mean, he made he did. And most kids, you got to have like eighteen <gasps> merit badges to make Eagle, and there's certain ones you have to do mm-hmm. certain, and then you just got to have extras. So he did forty two merit badges before he was eighteen. Oh my years gosh, up. how
0: many? What what was the number that you're supposed to do again?
3: Like. 18 to 20. Oh my gosh. And he does. I mean, there are kids out there that have done more than that. Mm-hmm. But for him to do 42, and I only helped him, and I don't really classify it as help <laughs> uh, getting him there. But uh, two of them, one of them was hiking because either hiking, biking, or swimming. Well, we know he's not a swimmer, mm-hmm. we know he doesn't like bicycles. Mm-hmm. So part of it is five, 10 mile hikes and then a 20 mile hike. Mm mm-hmm. Well, the five-mile ones can be broke up through the day, and mm-hmm. that the twenty-mile has to be done in a day. Mm. So I clocked it, measured it, and from our house to the Big Four Bridge, across and back and back home was twenty miles. We did it.
0: Wow!
3: Everybody figured it'd be eight, nine o'clock time we got home, but we were back home by three thirty that afternoon.
0: Wow! We then wore out. Yeah,
1: were yeah. you tired? Yeah, then most of
3: our heels was killing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I
1: cannot put my heel down.
0: Yeah, uh, your feet were killing you? Yeah. Wow, but take it take was worth it, huh? Oh, yeah. Yes. Because you got your Eagle Scout. So what was it like to watch Lucas receive that Congressional Gold Medal?
3: It was just unbelievable. I mean, uh, <laughs> to see all these kids and I call them kids because I'm 60 years old. <laughs> and I'm sorry, you're all kids still. But you pass me in age, you're still a kid. <laughs> so, you know, but to see all these young people up there and get it and, you know, boom, 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 boom. And it's like, it's just amazing. And the trips, because the, volunteering, there's four things. And I, off the top of my head, I can't remember. But one of them, they've got a exploration excursion. And you got to go, you can't stay around. You got to go do something. You got to, and so, we uh, went to Charleston, South Carolina, stayed on the USS Yorktown, came back, uh, saw some sites, went to a campground in North Carolina, went to the Indian Reservation and did all that. Spent a week. Mm-hmm. That claimed him for that, but to watch, to listen and to see him do that and everything, and then watch all these other young people get up there and do stuff and do trips that were just astounding you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh to get that award and everything and the people that he met there was uh seminars for the forum to go to and he wanted to go to this health and fitness and
2: does that surprise you there was <laughs> Mr. Uh, Jim uh, a Can't
3: gentleman that mm-hmm. was a uh, retired football player or NFL football player for uh Washington uh there was a gentleman there was basketball there was a lady there that is a, a athletic director for and I can't remember the college they asked questions and here he is these other kids are just mom and he's asking questions left and right mm-hmm. it was just astounding I mean it was it was great did yeah.
0: you did at any point did you think of that of that doctor no during that trip
3: I can I can I'll be honest with that doctor I couldn't tell you his name to this day I really don't think about him much. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't, haven't I can I can't
0: it. help but think that I would be every time that like that my son or daughter would like like See. smash a goal or some, you know, exceed expectation, I, I can't help but think that I'd be like you know, well sort of like you said you wrote a letter to be like, "Look, yeah. this is all the things that they did. Yeah. Don't don't say that to people anymore, you know." No. Um yeah.
3: No, I don't think of him and I probably shouldn't bring this up, but there was a gentleman in scouting when he went to his very first summer camp. Mm-hmm. And they got what they call Damboon Hill, and that's where they teach him to tie knots, be able to build a campfire, and do different things, sharpening knives and axes and all this. It's, uh, you know, basics. There was a gentleman up there, and his son was about the same age. and he, We were up there, and... I didn't go with him. I mean, I would go check on him, mm-hmm. but I wasn't going to go sit in on nothing. It's, you know, I would meet him and make sure he got to his next class because at that point he didn't. But this gentleman made the comment somebody needs to go check on that mongoloid kid watching. <gasps> and I didn't say a word because I wanted to, but I knew if I opened my mouth, there was going to be more than just words come out. Sure. And oh, so with I young just boys bit my time. Yeah. Now, I'd like to meet up with this guy today and say, Look, you know, here's this kid that you had a problem with years ago. Right. And he's a whole lot bigger and better than you are.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well and, and the hope is that is that this person, that person, you know, maybe through the grapevine he sees he saw lucas the photos of him getting his gold medal and he's like wait is that the kid from scout you know you know that's the hope that that someone at some point has put him in his place or that he has put himself in his own place yeah (laughs) you know being like wow i i had a lot to learn you know so kate what was it like for you um i'm pretty sure i cried
2: a lot (laughs) um i mean if nothing else i just it blows my mind the things that he has done because people put limits like you know if you or i did it it'd be like oh great congratulations <laughs> like yeah, right it wouldn't be a big deal yeah, yeah yeah right but you know because he's different like it's a huge deal and mm-hmm. he's done almost all of it with little to no help mm-hmm. from us mm-hmm. which Just like, and I don't know, mine's not so much like, oh, he has down he did this. It's like, you, I'm, I blow it up because it's like you, everyone else has put limits on him. Right. And he is continuing Mm -hmm. to, like you say, crush his goals. Right. And like, he's fighting this war that he doesn't even know is happening. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. he's
0: doing all these things that he just thinks are fun. Right. He's living, just living your life as a 23 year old. Yeah. And the world is like, Wow, look at what he's doing And he's like uh, Right And he's yeah. just like, Um, I can do this. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. So that's one of the things that I like to talk about a lot is it's still news when someone with Down syndrome gets Uh, a crown like Mm -hmm. gets to be homecoming queen or prom queen or anything like that and um and you know those are very viral and very you know everyone shares them and and I always say like I hope that someday that's not going to be in the news because it's going to be so common that they you know or not even common that they win prom queen but but that someone you know it's newsworthy that that someone that doesn't have a disability is nice to someone with a disability, like yeah. that, it should not be newsworthy for no. being a nice human being. Well,
2: and I, like, when he <laughs> when he got the award, like, I wanted to be that person that was like, oh my gosh, and then I was like, wait, I, I don't want this to be overblown because because he's different. I want it to be taken because, wow, he did this. I mean, right. any of the I didn't right. do any of those well, things.
0: Yeah. And, and the other, and, and, and to to your to the credit of the program, I mean, it was an amazing accomplishment no matter what. Yeah. like All of those other kids that got that gold medal, they were also in the newspaper. Yeah. At where, you know, like they were, they were in Well, there were only the, eight kids from the entire state of Kentucky. Right. One girl, yeah.
2: seven guys. And yeah. so he happens to be the one person with Down syndrome. Right.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. Well, and, and, you know, and you are the very first person with Down yes. syndrome to ever win it. So like, you know, yeah. So hopefully- um more people will join the program, more people with Down syndrome will join the program and now that they know about it and now that they have seen you do that. So you've so you paved the way for them yes. for that. Doors. Yes, it's amazing. So what does the future look like for you guys? Like what are your plans? I mean we're we again, we've we've got we've been crushing all these goals and um you know, your Lucas is, says his next goal is to keep getting stronger. But, like, what does it look like for you guys, like, for the future?
3: I don't know. <laughs>
0: you don't know? <laughs> well, you I were mean, telling me um, before we were recording, you were telling me that you kind of have a plan for, like, your house oh, and yeah. stuff like that. So talk about that a little bit.
3: Well, my game plan is, and I just thought of that, I've listened to, and nothing against the parents of any kid, but I've listened to some of the parents here that they've asked, well, what do you do with Lucas when you go someplace? Just leave him at home. He knows, <laughs> he knows how to take. It. He knows how to do everything. He can fix his own lunch. He can fix. You know, we've worked on that. Yeah, there's something. And I've heard so many of them talk about. Well, I don't want him to know how to. I want him to learn how to work out of, off the microwave. Now, I want him to learn how to cook on a stove. Mm-hmm. I don't want a microwave because. Well, just like last night, I did those deer steaks, and I've. I like them country fried. A lot of people say, you know, it's bad for your system. (laughs) Everything's bad for your system. But then I always make enough that there's leftover for him to take to work. Uh So that's what he had for breakfast this morning Mm -hmm. deer steaks and biscuits. And he had them for breakfast. And he's got some for Friday morning if he wants. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm working on getting a house. God love my wife before she passed. She wouldn't give up cigarettes. He and I have gone through and repainted the whole inside of the house. We've mm-hmm. gotten rid of a lot of stuff that we didn't need. We've redone the basement. We've done everything. A few little odds and ends need to be done. But I want the house set to where when my day comes, and I hope that's a long, long, long <laughs> time away. Mm-hmm. But no. she don't have to worry about him having to move in with her. He can live there maybe get a few of his buddies to move in and pay some rent to him (laughs) to help pay utilities, Yeah, you know, but he's got enough income coming in Mm -hmm. and, uh, what, hopefully I'll leave them both. That'll, you know, help bankroll and, uh, set them up, but, uh, he can live there, you know, Tark 3 can pick them up, Uber, whatever, (laughs) you know, you know, and. She knows all about Uber, and he'll learn it. (laughs) uh, But just get him to where – and, you know, with time, you know, with all this happening, I feel like I'm dragging my heels, but it's only, you know, next month will be two years that she passed. Mm -hmm. So with that, I've got time to get him up to speed to where – I'm going to come in one day and say, he's going to say, what's for dinner? I said, I don't know. What are you cooking? You're right. You know, yeah. And yeah. it's going to be up to him. Yeah. You know, and with your or, all's or cooking how, that you all, yeah. you know, with mm-hmm. your living and learning and mm-hmm. that, you know, if he, he wants makes to make some that, good food. You know. Yeah.
2: I came home from college and I think you made me... Like scrambled eggs or something.
0: So, living and learning is a life skills program that we have here at Down Center of Louisville that you are an active member yes. of, right? And we teach um, cooking classes. So, yes. so when we cook, um, it's really fun because we'll find really cool recipes, and then you get to you learn how to make it, and yeah. then we send home the recipe with you so yes. you can make it for for sis, yes. right? Um, and so it also gives you good ideas of what you know what you could cook at home, and then you remember. How to make it, yeah. which is great.
1: I I still got all the recipes at home.
0: He, oh yeah, mom. He got in, yeah. in in
1: in that photo. He um the, the bounder, bounder uh-huh. he has yeah is still in can, kids' Um uh, no yeah actually yeah it was KTL room and meaning to a office for dad.
0: Yeah. So what's your favorite thing to cook?
1: Um,
0: I think the first time I, I cooked
1: cooked we um, cooked up pizzas. I think it was yeah the well, first time loves pizza and the healthy salad and mm-hmm. then the um, the the healthy taco.
0: Yeah. We're done. Yeah. It's delicious well, also. Well, it sounds like your dad needs to make you cook more often. <laughs> is what it sounds like to me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, what about you, Kate? Like what's the future look like? I, um well, it sounds like your dad has a really good plan, but Yeah. I remember like and it's been a while um that we talked about it, but for a while there you were thinking about like having a house and then like having enough space to, for Lucas to move in. Yeah. Well yeah. and I
2: was on that page too until the other day. He's like, Nope, nope. <laughs> I'm gonna stay at Dad's house. Okay. This is my house. And I was yeah. Like, okay.
0: Well, yeah, it's up to all him. Right, so cool. like, you
2: just, yeah. fine. I didn't wanna anyway. It's yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You don't wanna live with your sister, I'm not cool enough, it's fine. Yeah. No. Um but I mean I do wanna have that space available that like when that time comes, like, you know, I want not saying that, you know, your man cave's not great and all. But, like <laughs> I want to be able to be like, hey, Lucas, if you want to come stay for a weekend, you have space. Sure. And I don't want to be like, oh, let me pull out the futon and you sleep on the... Like, I just right. don't feel like that's welcoming yeah. for someone. Yeah, like, totally. you know.
3: So... You want him to feel comfortable. Yeah.
2: Well, and I want him to feel like a part of the... I mean, he is a part of the thing, but I want him to feel like it's his home too. hmm So, yeah. Yeah. The game plan is to have a place big enough where someday... You know, when I have a family, like, he'll be able to come over and yeah. hang out and, like, where he can just be like, I want to come hang out for the weekend and come stay, do his thing, play with the dogs if he wants to, right? Like, you know, whatever he wants to do.
1: K- um, <clears throat> well, Vance, what do you gave <clears throat> to a new sister or brother who just found out that they're... Sibling has Down
2: syndrome. It's probably. I'm not gonna look at you. I'll cry. <laughs> um, I wouldn't change a thing for the world. They're going to give you more than you ever expected to get from a sibling. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he. While we we butt heads occasionally, like he's probably my biggest fan and my biggest supporter. Like I went to school for musical theater, and like no matter what I did, any performance I was at. He would be there. Mm -hmm. I would get, like, you know, a letter and a card in the mail, and it would be like, I'm so proud of you or something. Mm -hmm. And I think he's just given me more positivity than I ever, ever imagined. And it's not something that he has to try to do. It's not something where, like, you know, you're having a bad day, and he, like, comes and, like, finds you and, like, has to make you happy. It's Mm -hmm. just his personality is just electric. And I think that's anybody with Down syndrome is, Mm -hmm. like, they – you enter into this world that you never even knew existed mm-hmm. when you end up with a sibling or a friend with a sibling who has Down syndrome. They just, it's just this nice new invitation to this new world that you never knew existed mm-hmm. that
0: once you're in it, you're stuck, and it's probably <laughs> the best thing ever. Yeah, absolutely. That's what happened to me. That's what happened to me. I don't have a sibling with Down syndrome. I, I have some friends with down syndrome and um it's like you get bitten by the bug and then it's like I want all, I want everyone all come, to come to me come to me <laughs> I want all the friends with down syndrome anyone mm-hmm. who yeah um empathy empathy like that natural empath mm-hmm. um any of my students I mean I'll be having a bad day or even get off of a bat like a phone call that made me upset or anything like that and, and someone notices someone in that classroom notices immediately and comes and hugs and you it get out a hug or like something <laughs> right yeah you're just yeah. yeah absolutely absolutely well thank you guys so much for coming and spending your time with us um we're thrilled to have you lucas you are keep crushing it man oh, i will you are just <laughs> a rock star and we're so proud of you and um you guys got him there so thank you for that And um, I'll come see you at Cabela's, and I will get a membership card.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This has been the Kindness Warrior Podcast, a Down Syndrome of Louisville production. To learn more about Down Syndrome of Louisville, visit our website, org. If you have questions or ideas, you can email us at KindnessWarriorPod. At dsoflou.org. The music for this episode was written and performed by Alex Stotz and Owen Eiler. The Kindness Warrior podcast is produced and edited by Ethan Holstein, produced and hosted by Carly Riggs.
0: Thank you so much for spending time with us today.